Hello and welcome to Rebroadcast YouTube Monday. This is where we rebroadcast our Saturday live recording. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the shenanigans, the ride that is insane rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain, sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? What's up? The world is upside down and we trying to make it right side up. You know we don't give a hell. What's going on, sister? Good morning, y'all. Morning, 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 <laughs> morning, morning. It's a wonderful morning. Somewhere. <laughs> what is the deal on today? What's going on? What's happening? What's on okay. the floor? So are y'all ready time. for this? Are y'all ready for this roller coaster ride? Because it's about to be fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Listen, can I just tell y'all that? I think this is the most boring weekend of my life. This is the most boring, 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 boring weekend of my life. This is the most boring weekend of my life because I got to watch the slave trade. Well, clearly you're caught talking about the NFL draft. Yes. <laughs> Half of them probably already got the beginning of CTE. Uh, where is the leader they, of that organization? Where is Herschel? They listen. They they come in. They they made their dream come true. Some of them made their family dream come true. Like, like some of them come from, like one of them, I don't know his name. Don't ask because I wasn't paying attention. It, it was just on in my space as I was trying to hurry up and get to my headset so I could plug it into my tablet and watch power. Okay. <clears throat> and so I wouldn't have to hear the slave trade. But listen, this boy, his, okay, so his sister competed in the Olympics in Oregon a couple of years ago. She was on that team with uh, the girl that was smoking weed. No, uh, uh, what's my girl name? Let me not mess up her name. Shikari Richardson. 
Yeah, her. We did a show on her. Go back. Like, subscribe, follow. Go. We did a show I, on her. I ain't mad at you, Carver. Go ahead and do your thing. Shoot, Mike has been smoking weed, and he was uh, winning Olympic championships. What's the difference? And we know what the difference is, but you know. <laughs> so, anyway. And then they had one boy on there. His father was from Dominican Republic or somewhere, and he played pro ball and pro basketball. And so, you know, he was all proud. His son was. And I'm sitting there thinking about, I was, and I was saying to myself out loud, okay, so we got to hear about this. And then a couple of years, they was telling, they were saying a couple of years ago, Deshaun Watson was here and they was talking about how wonderful he was, how such a leader he was. I, okay. And so, What's gonna happen is they're gonna sleep with a white girl and then their life gonna be all messed up. Ain't, or, that, the, ain't that the industry though? Ain't that what you're supposed to do? Or the SPCA gonna be mad because they fighting some dogs. Oh my goodness. Or they're gonna burn down a house with their girlfriend. No, their girlfriend gonna burn down their house because <laughs> they're gonna be having domestic problems. <laughs> Uh, or one of them gonna beat the mess out of girl a killer and then okay or he gonna or, the, or one of them gonna end up being a drug kingpin and be in the Kentucky federal prison y'all look it up y'all let go look back and listen to it because we right. reported on all of this all of this <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the gig. You remember uh, the case about Hernandez, who was an ex-football player and got away with like two murders, but they finally caught him? Yeah. That's like crazy. It's a whole documentary yeah. on that. That's crazy. Yeah. So okay. what we're saying is the NFL produced criminals? It's the CTE. Oh, so the CTE and when they get to the NFL, they make enough money to produce criminals. <sighs> I don't know. I like the NFL. Not no no shade thrown. <laughs> hey, I guess you gotta so, get your money high somehow. Do what you do. Yeah, so this gonna be the most boring weekend of my life. I can't wait till it's over. How long is it? I I know a bit. Is it is it over? Cause it seems like I'm gonna still be seeing it on Sunday. Listen, listen, let me tell you. The only time I saw I it Thursday and Friday. I don't know. So the only time I watch football now, I don't watch football like I used to. Like the only time I watch football is when everybody going into the playoffs. I don't want to see no preseason games. I don't want to see regular season games. Until you get to the playoffs, then I start watching it. Uh, I'm only gonna watch it if my team is at the Super Bowl. Well, you won't never watch it because your team will never be at the Super Bowl. I'm gonna keep hope alive. Yeah, you will. And <laughs> that hope is dead. Because <laughs> the Houston Oilers is no longer in existence. <laughs> okay. So, y'all, okay. You can bury that axe. <sighs> oh. Oh, y'all, I'm so sad. Harry Belafonte died this past week. Yeah. Yeah. One of the uh, uh, phenomenal singers and actors. I mean, phenomenal. 
Very good yeah. guy. Very good guy. He was like, what's that other guy black uh uh that was that led the industry for a while? Sidney Portier. Yeah. yeah, he he was yeah. last year. Yeah. I I remember it was last year because I was on a date. Uh, we ain't gonna talk about that date. Yeah, it was like January, February. I was on the date. Was it around your birthday? Uh, it was a little bit before my birthday. Sydney Poitier died, and I was on a date. That really wasn't a date. I'm gonna call it a date just to, but we was in this place, kind of like a sports bar kind of place. Mm hmm. You know, because they have all the TVs and stuff up. Mm-hmm. It was a, a, a famous seafood chain. And so we was there having a meal, talking about some stuff. And it flashed up on TV. Sydney Poitier died. That was last year. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So now you got Harry Belafonte. Man, was, all, all the greats getting out of here, man. Um, he he was instrumental in the Civil War. Uh, not Civil War. I'm sorry, y'all. How old is this nigga? <laughs> Civil Rights Movement, especially with the uh, Birmingham. Mm -hmm. 1963, Birmingham, Alabama stuff. But okay. Okay, so shouts out to the Belafonte family. Uh, yes, prayer yeah. with you. So I'm gonna send some more. I'm gonna send some more shouts. Shout out prayer <clears throat> to a family. Don't get mad at me, y'all. We need to pray for people. Okay, I'm praying for some people on my job real hard every day. Anyway, so I listen. I a certain list that I pray for. I don't pray for everybody. I pray for everybody. Mm -mm. I do. Mm -mm. Now, what I didn't say what I was praying for. See, there's a difference. Are you P R E Y I N G <laughs> or P R A Y I N G? I'm P R A Y I N G. Okay. But the prayers vary. I pray for my enemies. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I, I, pray do. that they, I pray. I pray for my enemies too that they keep hating on me that I'm doing a wonderful job and the things that I'm doing. Haters make you better. So. Carolyn Bryant Dunham. Carolyn Bryant. Y'all may know this person as the um, the Emmett Till killer. Yeah. This this is the woman that started Emmett Path down the hill, down a down a path to being killed. How you know he went there? No. <laughs> I'm going to put on my robe. So this 14-year-old boy died years ago, but she lived to be 
a ripe old age, even though she lied. Yeah, sucks. So, so let, okay, let's put it like this. She might have lied because I think he did say something to her, but she embellished and took it out of proportion. That's that's the way it go, y'all. People that do have do wrong tend to succeed. It looks like they succeed. Emmett Till had to die and be a martyr. Oh, he get a white rose. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And a knife crown. Moving right along. <laughs> anyway, she she did, y'all. Okay, finally. Great. Ooh, I'm sorry. Not, not sorry. She died this week, too. Unfortunately, so there you go. Will, unfortunately, she won't get a white robe because she's not a martyr. See, see how see how they go? Halle Berry, I mean, uh, Harry Belafonte, civil rights activist in that same time period. See how God scaled that off? Mm. One for you, one for you. Mm. Okay, I so... I don't know what to say about that. While we're talking about uh, racist... So in 2015, there was this army sniper that um, infiltrated the uh, KKK. They now have a Netflix uh, documentary about it. I didn't even know the KKK was still around. Oh, y'all call them the police. Oh, I'm sorry. Not sorry. So what did he do? Infiltrated what? the KKK and what did he find? I can only he, imagine. He, he he thwarted a he thwarted a murder prop a murder plot. Mm. That's a short story. Mm. I'm sure it wasn't no white guy they was killing. Or <sighs> trying to kill. So this is resurfaced again because they say he risked his life to expose um, the people who were in the KKK. His name is Joseph Moore. Jacksonville, Florida. He's, he's a Florida dude. Okay. Uh, and so he was an undercover informant to the FBI. That was his FBI in Florida. So my question is, are black people supposed to be happy about these new findings? He stopped at least two murder plots. <clears throat> So that's his claim to fame. 
how we know he ain't making this up? <clears throat> so he 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 did this for ten years, y'all. Ten years. He was deep undercover, informant for the FBI. Sound In like a, sound like a movie, you know. Remember Deep Cover? <clears throat> He's a U.S. <laughs> <laughs> sound like sound like something you remember. <laughs> well, they told a story about the black guy that infiltrated the uh, KKK. But uh, okay, <laughs> okay, I know you like. Wait a minute. I... <laughs> Go look up Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Okay. Like, so, subscribe, and follow. Okay, so he was a so the dude was law enforcement, but he did it all over the phone. So you know we you know that it's a it's like a joke in the in the in the African American community that we can be multilingual. That ain't many no of that's, many that's, of us. That's, that's real talk. Many of us are multilingual. Many of us, I mean, this is a true statement. Many of us speak several different languages, for real. But there's one. <laughs> okay, so it was. It's funny because. <clears throat> When my friends call me at work and I wasn't there to pick up the phone, my voicemail would come on for my for my phone at my desk. And they would hang up. They would hang up and call the number back because they thought they had the wrong phone number. And they would be laughing when they left the voicemail message or when I called them back. Because they said they had to hang up because I had my white girl voice on. Well, I'm at work, so I'm speaking the grammar the way my parents taught me how to speak. But you know, I'm hanging here like I'm hanging out here right here, y'all, with y'all, like I'm like we friends. So stuff colloquialisms kick in. While I'm on insane rhetoric, but like if you call my business phone, you're gonna hear the white girl. The way I was raised to speak initially. And people associate that with white people behavior. Although I always associated it with black people behavior because the people who were teaching me to speak that way were black. black. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was 27 years old when I learned. Mm -mm. That's a little, I was a late bloomer. <laughs> okay. So the black guy was a, a law enforcement. Denzel Washington's uh, son did a movie about that side of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. How he infiltrated the, the KKK. They really thought he was a KKK member when he was black because he was speaking. He was speaking white people. I mean, well, white people were bilingual too. 
Because they got some mm. languages be like, what did you say? <laughs> like, I would be lost if I went to the Appalachian, uh, to the Appalachians. You ain't even got to go that far. And this is this is not looking down on nobody, just just like people do with black people. Uh, go to a trailer park. Whole different type of language. Whole different type of logistics. Lingo. Yeah, this is this is dole apple juice. Oh, we're shooting for dole now. Go ahead, yeah. dole. Dole, dole, dole. Anybody know dole? Somebody know. Mm-hmm. So big up to uh Chick fil A. I had for the second time a strawberry lemonade with fresh strawberries. And when I got to the bottom of it, man, when I tell you it was sweet as I don't know what, I was like, good lord. I was like, ooh, this is <laughs> this'll give you sugar right here. The sugar diabetes. It'll give you sugar, yeah, you know. Like some old folks, you say, "Baby, you got that sugar, don't you? <laughs> you got the sugar. What is sugar?" Never think it's You know they having problem with the sugar. Sugar. Because <laughs> ah. I, I used to think like stuff like when people say they were like they snorting cocaine. Book of sugar. <laughs> sugar. Nose candy. What? What? Like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Oh, sugar. And what? Are, and what is pressure? Your pressure. That's high blood pressure. I know. Yeah. See. See. <clears throat> Your pressure. Okay. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Listen, why, why, why old people got these crazy, crazy, uh, just in the windows? Like I was talking to an old lady not too long, long ago, and she was talking to me, and then she trailed off and said yada yada yada. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is yada yada yada? I'm like, and more, more talk. Yeah, I'm like. More insignificant talk. I was like, yada yada yada. I was like, I need words. <laughs> and then, then she's like, you know about that black cat out on the line? I'm like, listen, I don't know. <laughs> they got their own language too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so what else we got? What else? <laughs> like, subscribe, well, no. follow. No, it's just that he um like they they gonna show you if you watch this this Netflix thing, they're gonna show you where he like they actually do a blood oath. Like they sign a document. I Joseph Moore on the thirteenth day of the tenth month of two thousand thirteen. In the 2013 year of the Lord, do before God and my brothers do solemnly swear that I dedicate my life, my honor, and my service to the sacred 
order of the Ku Klux Klan, I do so willingly without duress and of my own free will do swear. I fully recognize that this is a vow of blood, life, and honor. That's just the first paragraph. There's lots more. You could have stopped at the first sentence. <laughs> like, oh. ain't nobody got time for that, man. We <laughs> talked. We talked a couple of weeks ago about a lady that wrote that um, she talked about being a journalist who was happy that people were now talking about systemic racism. So, y'all, this stuff does exist. So... He never talked about it for 10 years. All this time. He was in there for 10 years. And since he's been out of this, he's not talked about it at all. Like he doesn't talk public publicly about it. But somebody was using information that came from the recordings he did because he would wear wires, a wire. And he would have, he had wire, uh, uh, video footage, and he had recordings. So the recordings that, that were being used, he and he went on and reached out to the reporter who was doing this report because they were reporting in the Associate Press a series of stories about white supremacists working in the Florida prisons. And so these stories were based in part by his recordings and his work with the FBI. So that's why he reached out to this particular reporter. Oh, so so you, you finna get some money. Well, you already got some money if you got a Netflix documentary. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like, I mean, like, I, I think I, I am uh, on the fence. Okay, you stopped some potential people from being lynched or killed. So this, so this, this is his theory on it, though. Since he was on the inside, he says, "From where I sit, with the intelligence laid out, I can tell you that none of these agencies have any control over it. It is more prevalent and consequential." Than any of them are willing to admit. Of course, but they like I mean, you're not telling us the stuff that we don't know. Like I mean, they don't they don't want to have a hand in that because probably I don't want to throw out a number today, but you know, a lot of them feel that way, and that's you know they ain't gonna they ain't gonna snitch on themselves or snitch on their brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the code. It's like the code with the boys in blue. You know, it's the same thing. Whether you white, black, purple, if you put on that uniform, you're supposed to be on our side. It's a the new age gang members. That's all it is. I don't care what nobody say. 
I, I grew up around a whole lot of different gangs, so I know a gang when I see them. So, um, well, this country was built on gangs, and I, 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 and I know that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when the Irish came over here, man, that was that was something in themselves. I mean, like they were doing more fighting than anybody. <laughs> you know, so I mean, if you don't know the history of where you're from and which you came, then you you just be blinded to it. You know, but like that's that's a run of the mill. That's a norm. You know, if you take all the gangs out of the United States. I wouldn't know what to think about this place because it's just like, you know, it was built on that, that and conspiracies. So what you just said is what he said. He said that in his findings, he noted the connections between KKK and law enforcement between Georgia and Florida mm -hmm. and that he came across dozens dozens of police officers, prison guards, sheriff deputies, and other law enforcement people who were already involved in the, the Klan and in the outlaw motorcycle gang. So that's what he pointed out was exactly what you just said. Like he pointed that out. So yeah. Like, there's one deputy in particular that he pointed out that was, um, um, he was leading the charge to murder a Hispanic uh, truck driver. So they made sure they got him. But you can't stop something. I agree with you that you can't stop something that you're a part of because you're a part of it. It's gone. It's still gone faster. It's just like, it's just like the presidency. If you kill one, the next head pops up. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not something that you can just readily get rid of when you feel like it. It's not it's not that at all. Is it's the fact that you have this ideology that is born bred in certain people to think a certain way against other ethnicities and if you don't feel like they feel then then you will be outcast and then they would bother you so a lot of people succumb to those ideologies because they don't want to be ostracized and don't want to take a stand and that's that's as, as, as simple as it gets because i'm gonna tell you like this you don't you don't Racism is not in, and I'm gonna be careful. Racism is not something that's embedded in your DNA. That's something that is taught. It ain't. It ain't like, oh, you come in as a racist. No, no, you're taught that. You're taught to be that way. It's just like uh, I'm on the fence with this one, but I, I people say about killers. You know, some people say killers are born some people say killers are made I, i'm kind of on the fence about that i think killers are are made you know what i'm saying i don't i don't believe that they are born with an inherent uh proclivity just to kill i think that's something that happens to them 
they snap in some form, fashion, and then they start diving into information about that to find out how to do it. I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer came in as a killer. I think there was something that he he learned. And if you look at that documentary on on Jeffrey Dahmer, how his father was, I think he was his father was a taxidermist, and he used to stuff animals and he find stuff, and then he started teaching his son how to do this, and that might have opened up a can of worms for that dude for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if there are any uh, psychologists out there. Please comment, tell us, let us know. Are they born or are they made? So I do have a correction. I've been saying Netflix this whole time. It's, it's Hulu. Hulu. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. It's Hulu. So mm-hmm. that, let's get that fact out there straight. It's, it's not It's not Netflix. It's streaming on Hulu. It's okay. called Grand Nighthawk. And the night is spelled like K-N-I-G-H-T. Hawk. Nighthawk. Infiltrating the KKK. Hmm. Yeah. Why they always gotta have Grand in front of whatever they do? Yeah, good question. <laughs> uh, I, you know what, what, what bothers me about like the KKK? Like, I could care less what you do. You know what I'm saying? Just don't, don't, don't come around talking crazy to me. But like, my thing is. They they hang everything on the religion of God. Uh, you know, one of the well, messages, I, I, everybody everybody wants to talk about their God. You, but this is the thing. They, they say they are the true white Christians. This is some of the things that you have heard down through history. And they say we are the true white race and we're right white Christians. Okay, so why in the pits of hell are you burning crosses? That's their thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, it used to be their thing. Maybe they, but maybe they, you know what? Like, I know, I know why. Like, I know, I know why though. I know why they're burning crosses. I can answer that. Okay, answer it. They are burning crosses because what they are doing is reconstruction, reconstructing. The burning bush. What? 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 So that they can hear. Okay. The voice of God. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Since we don't have more of a sensible answer, we'll take that. Okay. Yeah, like I, I just man, if if you adhere to the morals and values of Christianity, there is no way that you will be doing these type of heinous things. So yo, yo, your doctrine, your dogmatics, your ideology is very flawed. But you know. I, I mean, I don't know why we have to keep having this conversation about this because last year we, or was it earlier this year? No, I think it was last year. We talked about the Torrance police in uh, California. Yeah. That had the text message uh, group. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
so we can't get rid of it because it's gonna they're gonna always support it because they're in our law enforcement they're in our government they're in our politics i'm gonna tell you like this just level the playing field no police you are in the wild wild west where everybody doing everything we already in the wild wild west where everybody's doing everything so nasa is a base is a is a base of uh based off survive and conquer the stronger the fitter the better however you already in where's darwin when you need him hope he i would like dead. to i would like to hear hope he stays well, well but i would like to hear his like if he were to look at this now after having made that theory natural like, selection what would he say now? <laughs> right. It wouldn't hold water just like it didn't hold water then. That what would he change his mind? Like that's what, what I'm saying. But what see, would he say? But but see this 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 is the he didn't even have to change his he wouldn't have to change his mind then. I mean now he changed his mind then. Like in one of the original copies of Darwin's uh naturalist uh the origin of species. He said there's no way that there can be natural selection. He said that there has to be a higher authority to do this. But a lot of people, uh, uh, the publishers who were, um, uh, what do you call them people? I forgot what you call them people, where, where they believe in uh, natural selection and origin of species. Darwinism? Dar Darwinism, yeah. So they... They had that taken out of the book, but it's in one of the original copies. They didn't want that to happen. Because, see, I'm amazed you have this, this where you teach this in public school systems, but you don't teach religion. Well, they're not teaching none of that. Oh, they teach it. It's just subliminal. They teach it. They They teach Darwinism. They teach naturalist natural selection saying hey it's, it's the art of science <laughs> they teach it but it just ain't flat out okay we're finna talk about darwin no it ain't like that but whatever i don't care what you believe because i can tell you in the end you will find out if it was right or wrong or not but then you won't have the ability to make a change anymore He say he admitted that he had to make himself become a completely different person in order to convince the Klan brothers that he was one of them. I submit that he really didn't have to change that much because remember when we when we talked talked about this lady this journalist who said she was glad people, the conversation was finally coming around to talk about and use words like systemic racism. And we've had our friend on this show talk about racism. Okay. And I submit that his experience, this reporter's experience was parallel to our friend's experience in that he knew he knew that the police officer who stopped him 
was giving him this traffic stop in a manner in which his his respect for him being a man was given because he was white. He he was aware at that time that because he was white, he was being fully respected while he was at that traffic stop. Absolutely. I mean, I agree. Okay. I so I think that this man here, like you you can you can live in your uh white entitlement. If you're in a place where you can live in your white entitlement, I think you could do that. It's easy. It's easier than you. Than you think, it might have yeah. been hard for him, but I, it's easier than you think because here I mean, you are. I, I I agree with you. He he might he might <laughs> as long as he's been around, he's probably been raised in a in a in a pretty good home environment and everything that told you to respect other people and no matter who they are he might have said three niggas in his whole lifetime but then he had to bump his nigga margin up to maybe a hundred per clan meeting so it made him feel uncomfortable <laughs> i agree so he said he created this character who had been overseas he said it was proven that he had received medals in combat. Um, he had special operations experience, which was more than, uh, no, he said that they had special operations experience, which was more than he had. But so that they would, he would say if someone that would feel confident would be a useful asset to the organization as much as at a much higher level. So, so he used his military background in combat and his medals to do what I call the white boy thing. Uh, okay, y'all. I'm really getting out there this today, huh? I know. <laughs> But they bolster themselves. Like it's okay for them to talk about what they do. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not okay for us to talk about what we do. They do. They bolster. They bolster themselves, and they and they they make themselves feel good about their experiences. And they 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 pat themselves on the back for it, and they. Whoa! That's it. <laughs> you ever seen them do it? Oh Whoa! yeah. <laughs> okay. Like Don't start. That. Don't start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> say now, somebody like, subscribe, follow. Somebody gonna say that I said all white boys. That's not true. No, I'm just saying when I observe white boys in a in a group in a game talking, that's what y'all do. White women, y'all do it too. Yeah, that's why the current got beat up. Okay. <laughs> you did it to the wrong person. They wouldn't have it. Hey, you got smacked down to the floor and stumped. Oh! 
gonna say what you gonna say and then gonna try to run away. You know, black folks turn into NASCAR when something is wrong, man. We- Did y'all see that video, y'all? He talking about. Let me get off of this. Let me get off the plan for a minute. Did y'all see that video? He talking about. Yeah. Don't 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 pull that video. <laughs> because they took okay. Black, they took a black eye out now when they like. Mm-mm. Thank you, finna. No, that's not what you're finna do. <laughs> Take this but, stop and have a nice day. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, you're sorry after my seven and a half was on your <laughs> face. I bet you are sorry. So he acknowledged that he had to be on the 10 and all on board or it wasn't going to work. He had to be all on board with everything they was doing or they would they would see through him. Man, that's the point of infiltration, man. I mean, you got to become yeah. somebody totally, totally different than what, what you used to. You yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Mr. Moore. You have somebody that's other than you. I, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, man, you need a ton of people Tons, tons, billions, trillions of people doing the same thing to bring equality to other people, man. Because, man, look. Look, look, on top of this, like, you know, of course he can't tell his wife what he's doing, right? Because he undercover. But listen, on top of all of that, he was being treated for bipolar disorder and severe anxiety. I bet. That probably started when he started infiltrating the place. The medication was helping, but like say his wife didn't didn't believe him. Uh-huh. And she had to take him to, you know, you know, he had to take her to some of the, you know, family gatherings that they had. <laughs> and he say it put her at risk, you know, when he did that. Like so now he kind of regretted, but like his wife wasn't believing what he was saying that he was part of the KKK and she because he had mental illness and like it was like a whole thing. Man, listen. And that's when that's when they FBI cut him off because he brought his wife in because his wife knew what was going on. Yeah, I, I think that was a bad idea. You don't you don't expose no person to that you love to some stuff like that to try to you know prove your case and make sure that they you ain't lying if you don't believe me you just don't believe me right. I'm like I'm not gonna put you in harm's way to prove a point you know I'm not, not that's how his first stint with this ended then he got his mental illness under control and then they brought him back in to do it again Mm. Yeah. So now he active again. No, 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 no. He out again now. Oh, so like he's been going back and forth with them since like 2003. I'm going to say, because like if you got a Hulu uh, uh, documentary, brother, they know who you are. <laughs> yeah. They know who you are. So, I mean, yeah. My thing is, you don't live a life. Like that of looking over your shoulder and hoping somebody don't come get you. Yeah. That's, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully, Mr. Moore, you'll be all right. 
you you live a good life and thank you for your contributions. I do appreciate it that you didn't allow somebody else to succumb to some unnecessary violence. I appreciate that. Whether it be black, white, brown, Hispanic, purple, green, white, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just glad that somebody did something. So y'all, okay. Listen, y'all. When you go to a job, you huh? get up and you go, you go to the job. Listen, y'all, you go to the job. You're not paying yourself. You're getting a check from someone else to come and provide them a service. Whether you typing serving some drinks, whatever it is you're doing, you are providing the employer with a service. Y'all, let me, let me be clear. It's not your job. I know we say it's our job, but it's not. When you see the sign in the window that says, now hiring, need help, apply here <laughs> and you go in there and ask the people for a job and they give it to you, it's not your job. It's that job. And, and let me tell you what, one of the things that could happen to you, one of the things that could happen to you is they could ask you or tell you that your hair color Your hair color doesn't line up with their company policy. <laughs> okay. They could tell you that. They 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 could tell you that, but there's a contingency with that. If that is not in their written policy, that's discrimination. Because mm -hmm. I remember I remember where there were jobs where you couldn't, matter of fact, UPS, UPS, one of the biggest company in the United States, UPS, okay, for those UPS. who don't know, y'all don't know UPS. <laughs> so they have a policy where you cannot have tattoos on your arms showing. So for those people who work for those companies, they have to have sleeves on to cover the tattoos. But because uh, you know, even before COVID and all this stuff was happening and they started turning around, a lot of those policies have either been relaxed or they have been uh, uh, got rid of those particular policies because they needed so much help. So it's people walking around with purple hair in doctor's offices, you know, tattoos everywhere. And as long as you're doing the work and you on time, what is the problem? Especially, like I say, if your policy don't say that and you are are not enforcing that for everybody, that's discrimination. So I'm just going to say that the response leads me to believe that they are correct in their assessment about this particular woman. Because you didn't... you. 
you go on TikTok and you say, bitch, my hair ain't going to do the work. I don't see a problem. <laughs> I don't see a problem because truthfully, her hair ain't going to do the work. Her hair is not going to do the work, but I tell you one thing, I'm glad she's not applying for me at my company because I'm not going to have nobody with some crazy ass hair on my reputation and on my dime. And, and see, see, that's, see, now see that's, 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 that's corporate discrimination because now in this day and age what we have, you have inclusiveness. That's like saying that I'm not going to hire nobody that's gay. Listen, you could be, I don't give a care if they, I don't care if they gay, I don't care if they transgender, transsexual, bisexual, homosexual, whatever the woman, man, beast, or fowl. If you are a chicken and you walk in there and you can do the work, and you look like the chicken you are. You okay? Then go do the work. But anything that takes away from my brand and my company, I, I'm sorry. But how is that taken away from your brand? Because that's a freedom of expression to a person. You ain't got no freedom of expression for my job. Everybody has freedom of expression. Not for my job. Everybody has not for my job. You don't have to hire that person when you encounter them and see them because of that. But if you hire them, you accept you accept. I didn't say that you don't have free expression. I say for my I heard exactly I heard exactly what you're saying. But what I'm saying to you is if you see that person and then that offends you, then you don't hire them. If you hired them and you seen what they were and how they were, then you are letting them be who they are. And that's what I'm saying. So that's a thin line because we don't know if she walked into that place like that and they hired her because they needed the help that bad. And then when she got the job and then she showed who she is or whatever, because she probably walked in there like that. Especially, especially millennials. Millennials gonna walk into a job like any way they want to. I remember you used to have to dress up for interviews. They don't do that no more. They don't do that no more because they're hurting for people. So all I'm saying is it's all in how she entered. If they if she entered like okay. that and they so hired listen. her. So listen. She has the woman actually has dreadlocks. So, so, and, and she didn't okay. get hired. She wasn't hired. She was going, she was trying to get an interview. This is not, I gave you the job. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay. She actually has dreadlocks. And, and, and as women will do, some women will do. Some women, we just put on wigs for the fun of it. Some of mm -hmm. us just put on wigs for the fun of it. Okay. She will wear wigs because she understands. These are her words. She will wear wigs sometimes because she understands that some employers don't really understand having us having our natural hair. So she will go and put a wig on. 
Okay. So I'm telling you, she got the memo. I'm not because she goes and she gets wigs because of the same thing she's calling these people out about her pink hair. I, I'm not disagreeing with you with that. You don't go get a pink hair wig to go on an interview when you already covering up the fact that you have natural hair. I am not disagreeing with you. Okay. All, all, I'm, all I'm saying is it just... And then you want to go call them out on TikTok talking about, bitch, what my hair got to do with it. But you already know the game. She know the game, but still, I mean, it's still a form of, of discrimination, no matter and how. So you is that going? Okay, fine. But is that going to help her now? And now is that going to help her get a job? The job she's try, trying to look for, cause she on TikTok talking about bitch with my hair, bitch. I mean, sure, sure. I mean, I mean that. No, nah, it, it might. Did not, I do it right? But, but, <laughs> 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 I mean, it might not. But I mean, I understand because a lot of women who go in with natural hair out the gate are discriminated against because they hair look better than the people who's trying to employ them. So. Uh, I mean, that's you got the right to feel how you feel, period. Period. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? And that's why companies are in a predicament that they're in, in in the United States because a lot of people from, from COVID have figured out they're going to use their talent to make money and they are hurting. And that's why they have to change their policies to accept different people or accept people in their natural abilities as they are, because you don't have much to pick from anymore. So you don't want to you don't want to accept me for this. OK, Move all on. I'm saying is all I'm saying is if you apply for a job that asks for you to show up in professional dress. You have to go with what professional dress is of this time. If if we was in a different time and space and professional dress was a pink hat, then you right on the money. That's what I'm saying to you. That's what I'm saying to you. That might not be for that particular company, but everybody is accepting them type of people. That's what I'm saying. It is. Like I said, you're not going to work in my company interview. with pink I, hair. I seen somebody come into an a, a, a interview, an a IT interview. My man had on jeans, a button-down shirt, and Tim's. Got the job. Hundred grand. Jim, listen to me. That jeans. ain't professional. That ain't professional. Listen, jeans, Tim's, and a button-down shirt working an IT job is acceptable. Not in no interview. Not in no interview. That's all I'm saying. Not in no interview. It's just like it's just like the they have a lawyer in, in Missouri. He had the it was it was like fight for him because. He's like uh, one of the main pro black prosecutors. They didn't want to, They wanted to get him the business because he has dreads, just like you saying with this young lady. But the the work that this dude do is phenomenal. 
So yeah. I mean, so that's that's what I'm saying, man. Like companies are hurting because of that. Like if you finna be discrimination is discrimination. I don't care how you look at it or what what's going on. Especially if you are in uh stuff of the arts, you won't get them type of people. Uh, I don't know. Again, if you stuff, I don't again, know. If you again, know your audience. That's all I'm saying. Know your audience. Take us out of here. All right, well, you know what it is. This is the Insane Rhetoric Show with Fire and Ice. You know what time it is. Uh, like we said, we trying to make the world better place. We trying to get y'all to a good space, a good space, man. So check it out. You can hit us up on all platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can check us out on Google Music, wherever you get your podcast. If you uh just spell insane rhetoric with a K, not a C on the end, a K on the end. Spell insane rhetoric with a K. If you can't spell, do grammarly or do uh spell check or something and just reverse it. So <laughs> So you can hit us up on everything, every mm-hmm. platform. I'm just saying, because some people can't spell. So, you know, just like some people can't read. You know, I mean, it is what it is. We're we here to help everybody. This is Adult Sesame Street. We're here to help everybody learn and move along in life and get along. So, hey, just remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. We out. Fire and ice. We gone. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> We hope you had as much fun as we had on this rebroadcast YouTube Monday. Come on over to YouTube on Saturday at 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time for the live broadcast. We hope to see you there real soon. And until then, remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric, baby.